Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Right. We want to consider Romans chapter 1 verse 1 in the New King James Version. Are you ready? Let's do it. One go. Paul, a born servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God. Can we read it one more time? Paul, a born servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God. Praise the Lord. I'm speaking to you about the wisdom of ministry, part five. Please take your seat. The wisdom of ministry, part five. We started a week on a very great note and we have been soaking about why we must do ministry. Here Apostle Paul is telling us that the reason why we should be doing ministry is because he is a born servant. So ministry is serving our mandated tenure with the Lord until he calls us home. Ministry is serving our mandated tenure. If you like, you can add it to it, of imprisonment (laughs) with the Lord until he calls us home. So when you read the Bible and you see scriptures, Like, when he ascended on high, he laid captivity captive. You know, and uh, he's giving gift unto men here and there. God should help you to probe. Because that statement alone, he laying captivity captive, is very deep. When Adam fell to sin, and all mankind fell to sin, man became a bond servant of Satan. When Jesus came and took the keys of hell and death with his blood as a sacrifice on God's altar, he rescued us from the prison of Satan. And made us his own servant and prisoners, so to say. So that he has become our Lord. So that one should make sense to you now. Or make meaning to you. That he's become my Lord and my personal savior. So I'm now a prisoner of Christ. No longer a prisoner of Satan because of sin. A prisoner of Christ because of his redemption. Praise the Lord. And Paul, who was like a real, real physical sinner, killing disciples, burning churches, 
He was a ringleader when they were killing Stephen. You know, gang leader. And uh, when the Lord met him on the road to Damascus and was called to be an apostle, Paul is giving us a revelation that he is not just a servant of Christ, but he is a bond servant. That means that his eternal prison is eternally imprisoned to Christ. Not to serve any other person or any other God but Christ. That is why he can talk about, I am persuaded that not height nor depth, angels nor demons, tribulations, not hunger. He says that not the things of the past, present or in the future can separate me from the love of God. Because I know that in all these things, I am more than a conqueror. So, dedication is not meaningful until you know why you must be dedicated. And uh, when you see people backsliding back and forth, doing the work of God, serving in the house of the Lord, sometimes they feel like serving, some other times they don't feel like serving, sometimes you feel offended, some other times you don't feel offended, and when you are not offended, your zeal is high, when you are offended, your zeal is off. It's just because you do not understand that you are a bond servant. Who is a bond servant? A bond servant is somebody, first of all, who does not own himself. You are owned by somebody. Praise the Lord. Someone is your owner. He's paid a price for you. Like in those days when there was slave trade, slaves were bought, right? They were bought. So when the Bible says you are a bond servant, you are actually the property of somebody. And here Paul is saying that being born again makes you a property of Christ. And he has put you in his labor and you should not have a mind of your own. Hey, A prisoner doesn't have a mind of his own. Two of us. Number two, the rights of a prisoner are limited. In fact, in prison, you don't have the right that people outside prison have. Hello? So, you are confined. And the laws of prison, of, of that place, the laws there, they are di- totally different from the laws of free men. So, when you are a born servant. Your privileges are also defined by your master. And so, we as children of God, we should really know that we don't have a choice. Our choice is God's choice. is to do the will of the master. That's why Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of he who sent me. So, a born servant means that it doesn't matter where you go. His mark is on you. That's why Paul would say that I bear the marks of Christ. So let no man trouble me. I have nothing to do with men. And he talks again and says that he that is sent by God does not entangle himself with the issues of this life. Is it powerful? 
So ministry means that you are serving your tenure and it's an eternal tenure. You will never come out. So now Christ has converted your imprisonment confined to some four walls into, okay, now come out. But know that you are a born servant. You do what I ask you to do and you must know what is good for you. So when you understand ministry from that perspective, you know that you really don't have a choice as a congregation member to sit on the pews. You have to serve it. You have to what? Serve your, serve your term. And pay your bill. Salvation is free gift. But once you enter, you have to work it out. Work out your own salvation. One crucial way in working it out is to enlist on the program of God. Some people can be in church for decades and they have not done any meaningful service to Christ. It's a wasted time of your existence on earth that all you came into this life to do was to marry, give birth to children, perishable things. Marriage is perishable, like these people. This is perishable. Honeymoon, perishable. Hey. Give birth to children, perishable. Have a career, perishable. All these perishable things, they won't follow you to heaven or in the place of eternity. They can make you miss it, but if you get it right, what you do here can open a door for you there. Praise the Lord. So let me state that until you begin to have that born servant mentality, you will feel like serving yourself. And when you know that you must wake up every day to do the will of your master, a prayer like, thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven, will make a lot of meaning to you. Because you know your will must not be done here. It is God's will that must be done here. You, In fact, if you are a born again child of God, you do as the master says. Yes. In football, some coaches can be crude sometimes. Like when man you want to beat Chelsea, they will put Herrera on Hazard. Somebody is not happy. And Chelsea people can be very angry about that kind of a thing because Hazard is not going to play anything. He won't be Hazard just that day. But they always forget that when Moreno was in Chelsea, he used to put Kazuma on Fellaini. He said, let's play 10-10. Master says, we say, born dear. Would you have born in Jinaha? Just say, yeah, bought 10-10. Yeah, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. Baby, you're a copy. Ah, canes. Oko jina ni po mukra wanenengko. Master says, coach says, man marking. That's ministry. What the Lord says is what must stand. Praise the Lord. And you are serving your tenure. You, hey, kala zobra kaliza. So when you are serving, you should not have a mind of your own. So for you to wake up on a daily basis and be thinking only about your needs means that 
you have not come to the reality that you are somebody's servant. And that is why you are struggling to take care of yourself. Because one thing about a servant is that a servant who does not take care of himself. The shelter, the provision, and the protection of the servant is the responsibility of the master. Is God talking to somebody here at all? So, throughout the Bible, you see it in Titus 1.1, born servant of Jesus Christ, blah, 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 blah. You know, Paul is saying, I'm a born servant. So, that's ministry. You and I, we are born servants. And you have to understand that you can't remain a congregation member all your life. Paul, a born servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness. So to be in church, you are born again, and it is like, I come to church, they close, I go. No! You must be doing ministry. Praise the Lord. Secondly, number two, ministry is God's channel for reward. Is what? God's channel for reward. Tell somebody, find something to do. So that God will reward you based on that. Yeah. The Bible says, each one shall be rewarded based on his works. In Luke chapter 10 verse 7, when God wants to reward a man, he wants to find that person who is laboring for him. Luke 10 7 says that, and remain in the same house. He's talking to the disciples, eating and drinking side things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Now, the laborer is worthy of his way. That's why he sent them two by two. And told them, go. Go and preach. You don't carry anything with you. Any Anywhere you go, you preach the gospel. The house you enter that accept you. They will feed you. They will bless you. When they came back, they said they had need of nothing. And he's saying that when you get in there, I want you to know that every laborer is worthy of his wages. That is to say that when you are doing something for the Lord, God finds a way to pay you. Some people think serving in the house of the Lord is a waste of time. Did you see that it is not salary? Put the scripture there. If you went to a good school, you will know that we are not talking about salary. We are talking about what? Wages. Wages are paid in relation to time. Time spent, time spent, five pound an hour, four dollars per hour, paying you. When you put all together, you have your salary. So some people can choose to work three times in a week and work seven hours in a week and they are paid wages if they feel they are fine. They are fine. So he's saying that your wages as a uh, as a result of the quality hours you put into the work of the ministry. And if you put quality hours into the work of the ministry, you are worthy of your hire, of your wages. So God is a paymaster. Is what? Now, he's telling them, stay in that house. They will feed you because you are in ministry. But people who are not in ministry, they move from house to house. Is there? Is in the scripture. Please check it. 
He said that do not go from house to house. That is to say that you don't need to be begging from one place to another place. But because you are in ministry, wherever you enter, I've made provision. So people who are not in ministry, who don't do ministry, their lives become beggarly. You know, you are begging to marry. You are begging to be prosperous. You are begging, boy, (laughs) why are you leaving me? (laughs) Why are you leaving me? They will leave you. (laughs) Me jile. You will not people are begging for things moving from house to house please can you give me some dough can you give me this can you give me that can you get but if you are his laborer everywhere is a harvest field he said, I will make you, he said, some people will labor and you will enter into their harvest. It's powerful. Very powerful. Vineyards you did not build, you will harvest from there. Why? Because wherever men have stored things for God, they are to be guarded by his ministers. That's why he was saying, now bring the tithe to all the storehouse. That there will be meat and the meat is a Levite. The people who work for the Lord, they are the ones to chop it. So when you see us doing ministry, it's not like we are we don't know what we are doing. No, let me tell you, I've gone to school. Oh, many people think that people doing ministry they have not gone to school. I've gone to school. My school just won the national science and math quiz. Yes, Saint Augustine's College. Very important to know that in case you don't know. Mention your school. Do you have a school? Who even cares about your school? We went to college. Tell somebody ministry is not a waste of time. And tell somebody, you are not serving God because you are a kubalo. The Bible says, serve your creator in the days of your youth. That's don't wait when you are wasted to bring yourself down and take my wasted self. No, now that flesh and blood, blood is rising up and in you that you are fresh for man and devil. God wants you. Hey! So that's how we do ministry. God pays. is a rewarder. Ministry is a channel. See, when people are in ministry, working for the Lord in the church, doing one thing or the other, winning souls and all of that, God gives them favor. Yeah. God gives them favor. God opens doors for them. Miraculous doors. When people think you are wasting your time, by the time they know, Things are happening around you that men will not be able to explain. He will send forth his angels to keep charge, to open doors. He will give you destiny helpers. So ministry is a channel for reward. 
It's nice. Is it not nice? Nice. And listen, God can pay you more than anybody. And when God pays you, he says that the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and there is no borino attached to it. That's no sorrow. So when God blesses you, you are blessed. And the blessing can cure any curse that is an aggression towards you. That's a blessing. It's a full package. So as you are chopping, the blessing to is quenching arrows. Now, number three is very important to me. Number three, hey, I'm, we are, you see, I'm talking about why, reasons why we must do ministry. Number three, the authenticity of the ministry office is equipping all saints for the work of the ministry. What I have said is the authenticity of every ministry office is equipping all the saints for the work of the ministry. Or you can write this point in another way. If your pastor is genuine, it is revealed in you doing ministry. So your pastor is not genuine enough if the members are not doing ministry. I know a lot of pastors will fight me, but scripture cannot be fought. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 and 12. If Francis Aubin is genuine, it has to show in the members how they embrace ministry. So I'm not genuine enough. So some of you have made me just 15% genuine. I, I cannot. I, it is, there is no way I'm 100% called by God. Because of you. Ephesians 4.11. Watch it. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some what? Pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. So when you summarize the whole two verses we have read. What it's saying is that. The reason why an apostle is called, a prophet is called, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist is called, is to make sure that the saints are in the work of the ministry. The saints are equipped and groomed for the work of the ministry. So, a banker is one who does banking services. That one is a true banker. Hello? If somebody says, I'm an apostle, it is not because you carry the title. It is because of your functionality. And your functionality is that you are able to perfect the saint for the work of the ministry. So you are a failure as an apostle 
If your church members are not in ministry, the work of the ministry, I'm, I'm preaching something, it's very serious here because some of you have made me like a malam. You have made me like, like I'm a fetish priest in Thai and in church. But I, actually I should be in a shrine, not the sanctuary. I'm fake. Yes. The offices given us in the New Testament is if somebody says I'm a prophet, it's not for you to be coming to see vision and calling people's names and villages and all those things. That one is primary. It's kindergarten. Like most of you went to school. Infantry primary school. And this one. Those are schools. Even KG is a school. But the college, you know, it's few. And you know, if you don't school to a certain level, you don't even tell yourself that you went to school. So to remain in schools without attending a college, how can you even say you are educated? So as for you, you know, you say you are a professor. That is your work in the body of Christ. That's a joke. That's a joke. God did not call anybody to be How does that affect the kingdom business? How does that? It's just a joke. That if you are a true prophet, your core mission is not seeing vision and hearing for people. Oh, it's perfecting the saint for the work of the ministry. Now, whilst they are in ministry, then the gift will help you to help them handle a few things around them. But your core mission is to get them to be in ministry. The core is still the core. Hey. So, the apostle is not genuine enough if he is not performing this function. The prophet is not genuine enough. The, the office of that prophet is not authentic. You can be called by God, but you are not authentic. Because the call alone is not what makes you authentic. What you do with the call. Because there are bankers who are supposed to keep the monies of people. And they are bankers. They even have a banking. They have chartered, they have chartered, they have chartered bankers, but they steal the money. So even though they have certificate that they are bankers, they are frosters. Um, look, this, hey. Look at someone say, be warned. Because you not doing ministry and giving offering. No, somebody thinks that what I have really come here to do is to collect money like a teller. I'm not a teller. What, 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 what am I using money for? You think we are here for collection? 
that when you became born again and you experienced Jesus, my job is to move you from that class one to the next level. A congregation can make their pastor fail. It's in the Bible. Uh, watch this. When the people of God who were led by Moses, when they were in trouble, Moses went and faced God. Because he saw them as his ministry. He said, God, it's okay. If you don't let them cross, people will think that you didn't even have power. That after bringing them out of Egypt, you didn't have power to plant them in the land you promised to give them. So hold on. Don't kill them all. And God said, okay, I repent. I'm not touching them. Then, God was expecting the people to do ministry. Moses now, in the course of, his, this course of discharging his duties, went and broke some rules. And God was angry with him. He didn't have one person standing in the gap to do the ministry of intercession he did for the people when they were in trouble. That's how his journey ended. So somebody will say, God told Moses, I will take you to the promised land. Did he reach? Why did he not reach? Because the people were not doing ministry. Nobody stood to intercede that God will beg you, let Moses go. Nobody. As you are here, no, as I preach, you know, it's perfect. No. You will not make me fake. Oh. No, you will not make me fake. Shy. You will not make me fake. Don't you see how biological parents get wild on their children trying to misbehave? Because people will say they are foolish. That's, and it is their foolishness they have used to train their children. That's why they can the foolishness out of your heart. See, Obi Wano say, Ah, Kofwedi Amwati Tio Amuba Unse Parent No Muni Minyansa Minyansa Nedi Kachrebe. You know, you come to church with your nice bag. And Chebiakra Mibe Chabag Mua has a nice, nice bag. And Mibe Chab. Obi Ababa Raksag. School bag that we cheat. Don't cry up a school dada. In some of my chance here, you see school bag. And one, no, you know, you're quite a shame. What pack? Why are you ready as a missionary? Hey! Is it nice? When I am not grooming you to do ministry, I'm already failing. Anything I'm doing, I'm failing. I'm not here to be doing marriage counseling. Is that what God called me to do? What do you mean? But when you are in ministry and your marriage needs counseling, that one will deal with it. But my job is, oh, I would have set up and put a counseling center. Nice. And I've gone to even do masters for counseling. So that way I'm a professional counselor. Now say, say, huh, this contribution, this, 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 that you do the card. You go and see that secretary there. By the time you sit here and as the clock is ticking, no, I'm clocking in cities and dollars. Yeah, you cancel. But I've not been called to do that. My job is to groom ordinary people 
for the work of the ministry. That is kingdom business. Is God talking to somebody here? So your decision not to yield, to come on board, is disturbing too many things. It's disturbing too many things. It's nice. So people who say he's a nice pastor, heaven is there, he said, that guy is not wise. That guy is fake. We just called him, he's malfunctioning. It's not functioning well. Praise the Lord. The oil cannot be authentic if people are not groomed for the work of the ministry. Look at Jesus. He came. He just picked ordinary people and made them disciples. They became apostles. And in fact, when he was leaving, the, the people he left were ministers. The disciples and the 70 and some ladies they were the people he left. When he rose from the dead, they were the people he went to see. And from those people, he has reached all the corners of the world. He knew, he knew that the way to save the world is not for him to do it alone. It's for him to also groom people for the work. That's why the cities that he himself should go, that's where he sent them. How do you send people to go to places you yourself are supposed to go without imparting your competence and skill and spirit onto them? Now there are some people here, they have shut the door. I want to train them, come for the ministry, let's do this. Let me say, no. No. You're making me fail. God will count. One, two, three, four. Even Jesus, listen now. With all his divinity, Somebody was still in his church who was behaving like he was with him, but he was not with him. Judas is a major character. I'm with you, but I'm not with you. I'm with the bag. I like the bag. And if you are allowed to hold the bag all your life, after a while, you betray your master because of the bag. That's why he's saying, I'm in finance. No, finance is one thing. Going out there to win so and doing proper ministry that affects lives is also another thing. Why do you want to count money alone in church? And you, you are an usher forever. What do you mean? You must graduate. Let the new ones also come and be ashes and you to move on. And become something higher than an asha. Or if you remain as an asha for a long time, after the baby baby, you will stand there when somebody is coming and is not dressed the way you want, you will now frown. Because you have become like a headmistress inside the church. And what you like is what you permit, what you don't like, you just throw away. But you see, let us change you and move you from being an asha after three years, and it's okay. Become a shepherd. Become something else. Am I preaching here at all? Once you dress in Nkwana with your beautifier, sorry, ha. My young hoofy kakra. There are so many things I want to say, but it's like I should stay here. 
Because people don't know that not doing the work of the ministry, you know, the pastor is in trouble before God. When I go, he said, I called you, I said, whatever I called you. How many people did you turn into the ministry? I'll be scratching my head. Yeah, because even though I have plenty of people sitting, only few people became ministry workers. The rest there, when they are coming, they carried the Ashasambo. Say, me, no. Do you know Ashasambo? I like bread. <laughs> put, put bread in it for me. <laughs> Do this for me. Do they, they come with your hospital card. Heal me. They come with your, um, this thing that they used to buy food in, in the market, in the necessities. And they come and say, yeah, 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 I need provision here and there. No, no, no. But there is no normal person who stays in the hospital forever. It doesn't matter how much you love food or you don't, have you built your house in the market? Nobody stays in the market forever. Even if you are the addict to shopping, you still go home after going to the market. What is the point I'm making? You can't follow provision all your life. And nobody stays in the hospital all his life. So the church is not a clinic, neither is it a market. Even though we can secure those things in the church, but we are here for a core business. And the core business is to save the world by doing the work of the ministry. And when you are doing the work of the ministry, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these other hospital and market things shall be added. Marriage shall be added. You know, money shall be added. But first of all, pastors are to recruit and list people at different levels of ministry. Introduce you to it. And if that will happen, people must make themselves available. Because you are causing a lot of trouble in the spiritual. And uh, God should have mercy on us. Say amen. amen. Please, it doesn't matter who you are and whatever your level is. You and I, our security and prosperity is in the ministry. So don't make me fake. Some of the pastors you don't like on the social media. You don't like them for what they are doing. But even though you don't like them, you too. Oh. Instead of me counting ministers, you want me to also count cars. That's what, that's what you are doing. You want me to count cars and houses and showcase things that are not necessary. That are perishing. But we should be counting. We should be counting what? We should be counting souls, heads, counting ministers. Counting. He said, God said, I will make you a multitude. That is, every pastor must be able to multiply himself in people. That's why Christ put his spirit in us. That we will have his mind. Let this mind be in you. The same mind which was in Christ Jesus. That we will have his mind. We will have his nature. We will have his person. And greater works than this shall we do. But you know, all I have is that you gave me a car. 
You know, it is like a dash. Instead of you doing ministry, do ministry, don't give me a car, it's fine. Do go somewhere, preach somewhere, bring the souls here. I like that one than you giving me a house in Trasaku. Because it is clear that we came here with nothing and we are not exiting with anything. The richest man goes with nothing. If they dare put gold on him, gold grave diggers, they will smell it and go there. Call things so. First things first. We are here. Some of you, I call, let's come for a workers' meeting. He said, hey, 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 hey. Training. Tell somebody, make yourself available for the work of the ministry. So ministers who fail to ensure an aggressive recruitment of believers into different levels of the work of the ministry are big failures. And their office is not authentic. So the training of believers as ministers makes the child of God useful in the hands of God. Praise God. I can't continue. Our time is up. But let me say that the anointing is totally wasted if all we are using the anointing to do is to be given provisions. The anointing is far more than that. The anointing is for taking territories. And the first territory we take is the hearts of men. You say, when I cast out devils by the finger of God, by the power of God, the finger of God, then has the kingdom of God come. That is, when a demon leaves somebody's life, Christ can take that place and the kingdom of God has come. So real anointing has real impact in the lives of people for kingdom expansion. Kingdom what? Kingdom expansion. Tell somebody, are you ready to be equipped and groomed to work for the Lord? Tell them, I think it will be a nice idea. You'll be fruitful. Pa. Please clap your hands and bless Jesus. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.